to the Chris and Sam podcast. Pull up a bar stool and join us for a random conversation, guaranteed to make you think or your money back. Hello and welcome to episode 336 of the Chris and Sam podcast. I'm Chris. And I'm Sam. Welcome to your um, randomness technology in life. You'll fix for half an hour once a week. That's right. My throat is stuffed. Uh, so uh, apologies if I make any weird sounds during this podcast. But here we are. I am uh, happier than what I sound. There we go. <laughs> well, he's smiling. Put it that way. That's right. Yeah. So uh, here we are. I uh, just wanted to cut, talk about uh, one little thing that we came across uh, at Field Days on Saturday. Uh, we know we talked about it last week, but we did go another day, some of us, and uh, ended up in the health and wellness uh, marquee tent. Yeah, thing. I never went on the day I, I was there. I didn't get to health and wellness. I Very think. well done. There was a lot of testing done there. I don't know how I feel about going into a van and getting probed in, at, in a booth and all this sort of stuff. But we did testing s- for everything, whatever you want. There was. Did you get COVID testing there? No, but on the Saturday, and I don't think they were there any other day, did you see the girls walking around in full yellow, like Haskim no. sort of suits? No. They were like in these yellow suit things, and on their back, they had spray units, so they sort of looked a bit ghostbustery. Yeah, 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 yeah. And on the front, she just had like a QR code, and she's just going up to people, there's three of them, and they're like, hey, have you scanned in for COVID? And they'd be like, yeah, yeah, yes or no. Lots of people were like, no, not doing that, and then just leave them alone. But um, it was hand sanitizer and this giant drenching pack thing. Oh, nice. So That was pretty cool. Yeah. Anyway. Um, I, I really must use that. Um, <laughs> oh, you know that, what? Yeah. yeah. Anyway, we'll get to that. We'll get to that. But anyway, one of the things, because there was a lot of free stuff in the health and wellness things, pens, magnets, all sorts of stuff. And I've actually got some magnets about sepsis. This woman- I was going to say, magnets that help you uh, with your body, um, what is it called? Circadian <laughs> rhythms or just magnets you stick on a fridge? Just fridge magnets. <laughs> no, so sepsis, which is also known as blood poisoning, uh, they have this uh, group or the Sepsis Trust New Zealand talking about it. It kills more people than about three different types of cancers. Like, it's really, and nobody knows about it. Blood poisoning. Okay. Yeah. And they were like- So is it like- from like a rusty nail, standing on a rusty nail type. No, you've got an infection, and then your bot and so it could be from anything. Oh, uh, right, right, right. so the signs are sleepiness, extreme shivering, passing no urine, severe breathlessness. It feels like I'm going to die, <laughs> and skin blotchy. So, but this woman was so intense and going on about it for like 10 to 15 minutes she was like doctors don't even look out for this we're making sure that people know about it i've got fridge magnets here they tell you what to look for and it's a whole thing and it was just i uh, can't Full even on. can't even do Did it she, justice do you reckon she she had just learned about this and was really excited about this no i or to be honest i think a uh, long term i'm a, no i'm assuming somebody that she knew's gone through it Right. Or something. I don't know how else you'd be involved in this thing. She was, like, invested in it somehow. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. Wow. If you've noticed these symptoms, uh, call 111, tell them what's happening, and ask, could it be sepsis? Could it be sepsis? That's their catchphrase. Uh, so keep an eye out for that. Okay. Um, well, there, there, there's a PSA from the Chris and Sam uh, podcast. Just remember, if you're feeling a bit queasy and don't know what it is, just say to your doctor, could it be sepsis? That's right. <laughs> that's right. That's apparently what we got from that random thing. <laughs> I've got something to follow up about something we talked about a while ago. Army of the Dead. Oh, yes, yes. The Zack Snyder Netflix yeah. zombie follow-up from yeah. Dawn of the Dead remake. Okay. 
There is. You've seen it. Well, I have today. Oh, right. I was very I, busy I, at work. I, I saw it. No, so yeah. what I did watch first was The Making Of. Oh, okay. And that's on Netflix. It's 28 minutes long, and it goes through how they did a whole bunch of stuff. I'll tell you two interesting things. So, oh, three. Zack Snyder directed it, wrote it, director of photography, and produced it, and probably edited it. I don't know. But he's crazy. He's pretty much done the whole lot. Yeah, pretty much. And and I think once you know that and then you watch the film, you're like, oh, okay. But he, he shot it with... um. He was saying in this thing, he goes, when you make like a superhero film, he goes, you've got like monitor village and you can see what the cameras are shooting. But he goes, I don't really know where the cameras are. Like mile, they could be five miles away or whatever. With this, he goes, we're using the red monster, I think is what it's called. It's 8K camera. And it's like a little cube, like a little red camera. And he's got it on his shoulder and he's just running around filming everyone. Right. And then he goes, one of the big things with this film are the lenses I used. I got these lenses off eBay, like Canon lenses from the 60s, and they've been modified to have like a big cinema housing on them. But he goes, no two of them are the same. They make everything soft, blurry, get all these light leaks and uh, lens flares and stuff. See how it goes. And this visual effects guy goes, we weren't sure how that was going to work, but it's all right. But when you watch the film... The, you only the main character, whatever they're focused on, is in focus, and everything else is blurry because he's using these old crappy lenses. Because he's like, that's I what he wanted. No- I never noticed. Yeah, oh, you'll notice it now. Anyway, uh, and the other thing that that was pretty cool was um, the visual effects guys were like, "Wow, it's set in Las Vegas. We have to build a digital Las Vegas." Oh, okay. So they spent fourteen days scanning the actual Las Vegas from using lidar on the ground to these guys taking photos of every single thing from, like, elevated work platforms to drones to a helicopter flying the whole thing. And then he goes, and here we go. We've got this whole thing. And the other thing they wanted to do was, obviously... And it's weird, because I was like, I'm sure somebody has that asset somewhere. Like, well, yeah, well, well I guess it's more up-to-date. I mean, they've got the best up-to-date. Because I think we talked about that. Or I talked about it was... I might have been with Carl, actually. Um, that... That would be then an asset for them to on sell to the next yeah. Um, yeah. production or whatever. Yeah. And the other thing Or that, a game. Yeah. Yeah. That's right. And then when they had to do multiple zombies and stuff, the other thing that they did was they were like, Oh, we had to come up with a system to like basically scan actors, but they had to do it real fast. So they stand on a pedestal and it has an arm underneath the pedestal and this guy just runs around them with a camera on this metal arm with some other guy holding a light. Like it looks really homemade. And they run around the person, it takes them 10 seconds, and they've got almost a perfect model because it's done like over 300 photos. Yeah, it was pretty interesting. And then uh, they spoke to the special effects guy. It's a bit interesting how he does that sort of stuff. And um, the horse that the zombie dude rides, actual horse. They're like, oh, this is Buddy or whatever stupid name this horse has. And they're like, oh, we had to work out how to put the costume on the horse and it's made up of 27 pieces or something. And they're just strapping it to this horse and then off he goes. Oh wow! So the horse because I thought it, I thought I thought it was digital afterwards. No, the horse isn't. The horse is just wearing a suit, and the guys like yeah to come up with making a suit that was like suitable for the horse and obviously um, friendly, so they didn't hurt it because we're animal people. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, it was a pretty cool little behind the scenes. But the tiger wasn't a real tiger. That was all digital. Yeah, real all digital based on uh, uh, they went in and scanned a tiger, mm-hmm. and then they had to figure out how they'd make it all gross looking. Uh, and the, anyway, and so I did watch the film. Uh, it was average, it's but watchable. Average. Like, yeah. I didn't hate it. I didn't no. go, oh, this is the biggest piece of crap. 
There were some just random things. I was like, ah. Uh, yeah, I, I, I was less than impressed with it. Um, I think I probably thought it was going to be way better than it was. Yeah, I think so. Yeah. So there we go. Go check out Army of the Dead. And if you look up Army of the Dead on Netflix, you can see the little doco. Yeah, I might have to check the doco out. So that's cool. Uh, what was I going to say? I was going to say, so uh, next year, mm. Matariki becomes a public holiday. Yes. So it, we need it in the middle of the year. It's going to either be the Monday or the Friday. Yeah. Um, Does it one, is it one of those alternating ones? Yeah, it is, it's because it? it's um, star-based or yeah, moon-based yeah. or lunar. What do you call it? Lunar cycle. It's lunar cycle. Something like that. So um, next year's one, the first one, is going to be 24th of June. Nice. Friday, the 24th of June. But my question to you mm. is should this be a fireworks event or not? Oh, I don't know. So the argument is... Um, Oh, well, they've said in the past, get rid of Guy Fawkes and just have fireworks on this day. But traditionally, there was no fireworks. Is that the argument? Well, no, I, I just, I don't, I, I'm just. Well, do you anti- want fireworks? I'm, I'm anti fireworks altogether. I think, uh, I don't mind fireworks on, um, on Guy Fawkes, but it as should be. As a big display. As display. Yeah, yeah. yeah, it shouldn't be. Yeah, people this will be a. Why are they thinking about just letting you buy fireworks? Well, I don't know. It just said, you know, people, we're going to discuss tonight on the project whether it's fireworks or not. And then I watch it and project did not discuss anything about fireworks. And I was really annoyed. So, That's how they know. get you in and <laughs> rope you in. No, I think, I, think it's, I think that conversation is about big public displays. Yeah, I, I don't mind that so much, but it seems to me sort of stupid. Like, okay, the positive. You're looking up at the sky. Mm. The negative, you can't see the freaking stars because there's fireworks in the way. That's how yeah, I'm true, thinking true. about it. But yeah. Well, we'll see how it goes next year. Yeah. Oh, okay. Did you see New Zealand Post is going to spend $15 million on their new logo? Why do they need a new logo? Well, funny you asked that, Chris. People were confused because they need to visually visualize. I can't even talk. Visualize. Visually unite Courier Post. Pace and rural post courier services, so they're all driving the same color vehicle. Because then people won't get confused. Because the confusion is very high. Anyway, they've come up with an amazing logo. But who cares? Oh, okay. Can no, that's no, no. It's great. So, uh, it's got a P for post, and it's amazing. And I'm going to show it to you. Chris has never seen this before, and if you haven't seen it, check out our show notes, or just do a Google and see what you find. You ready? So the old New Zealand Post logo had part of an envelope, I think, in its logo. Yeah. Which makes sense. This is the new logo. Oh, God. So uh, the comments on this story are amazing. Uh, People are like... It doesn't look like a P for starters. No. It looks... uh, No. No. It doesn't. It looks like it's tipped on its side and it's an R or something. I don't know. So somebody on Reddit goes, oh, I see what the new logo actually means. I'll just load that up for you as well. Uh, very funny. So anyway, uh, yeah, uh, and people are like, look, you're an organisation or government or whatever you are saying that you never have any money, you're losing money because of everything, and then guess what, guys? Boom. Actually, talking about losing money, uh, ASB Showgrounds is in liquidation. That shut down. So Ooh. they've cancelled a whole bunch of events that are happening like in the next couple of weeks, big events, right? It's been going for 160 years or something as an event venue. Uh, the Armageddon people have done a big post. They said, don't panic. We're still doing 2021 Armageddon. Actually, interestingly enough, 2021 Armageddon in Auckland will be their 100th Armageddon that they've run. Oh, wow. So it's going to be a pretty big event. 
Um, did they say where? They seem to think that even though ASB Showgrounds has been placed into liquidation, they think that somebody will take it over and then still run it. They said that basically there's no other venue in Auckland that has enough uh, space that they need with indoor and outdoor yeah. capability. And they said uh, even the new Auckland Convention Centre, which uh, isn't going to be ready until 2025, is too small for them. Yeah. And they're like, we really need to uh, go. We have to be at ASB Showgrounds. They have got backup plans and they're working some stuff out. Um, they wrote this really long post explaining well, it all, well, which is good. Yeah. yeah, they just said they can't see it not working at all because Auckland needs something that big for their events. But I don't know. We'll see. But I thought it was interesting. The tickets for Auckland. Um, yeah, well, okay. So, but why would they go into liquidation? Because um, there oh, wasn't any events last no, year? There, no, there, there's, there's one group. Yeah, I don't have the story here, so I'm going from memory. There's the group that runs, there's a trust that owns the land slash the showgrounds, and then they lease it out to the other group, which is the group that the looks events, after everything. Does the events and stuff. And there was a huge argument about um, rent and the price. And they've been arguing about that for months. COVID as well. So they normally run so many events. I think COVID knocked out 12 to 15 events. And the only way they make any money is from events. There's nothing else they can do there. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So that's what's been happening. Huh. Uh, tickets go on sale at the end of July or start of August. and For Armageddon. Yeah, and we'll be getting some free, I mean, media passes. Well, we get some media we'll passes. Some. We'll we'll go this year. I was not going to go last year. Um, Adam and and Co did go last year because I was talking to them at, oh, yeah. um, at one of these movie nights, and uh, they I said, <coughs> "No, nah, we weren't going to go. We just didn't trust. I, I personally wasn't going to trust yeah. the COVID." I said, "If you're going to get COVID anywhere, it's going to yeah. be at Armageddon." Yeah, and and Adam looks at us, at Lee and went. Uh, we went. <laughs> I was like, oh, you dick, Chris. <laughs> uh, did you see John McAfee, whatever his name, died? No, no. So uh, McAfee. McAfee. But, yeah, Sorry, yeah, that's yeah, it. Yeah. McAfee. The crazy gun-toting yeah, security uh, expert, whatever he is. Oh, damn. Um, that, if you have not listened, that was a dollar pay. Was it a dollar pay I listened to? I think so. One think of, it a a pod, it's either the dollop or um, Behind the Bastards, or maybe both. Actually, might might be actually both. do a pretty good episode on him. He's crazy ass because yeah, he you definitely he accidentally to. shot one of his neighbors <laughs> dead. Uh, so he was going to get extradited. He was in a Spanish prison. Yeah, extradited from uh, there to America like next week or something, and they reckon he topped himself. Oh, yeah, jeez. So, okay, I just thought he was old. I didn't realize. Yeah, I was... thought that too. Damn. So. Um, yeah, no, honestly, the dollop, the podcast, the dollop, um, McAfee or um, Behind the Bastards, McAfee. Brilliant, um, brilliant yeah. story. Unbelievable story, honestly. So Lackawanna County, which I think is the main county that's involved in uh, that um, Netflix show, um, the murderer one. Is that the one? It, like, it sounds familiar. Don't quote me on that. It's one of them. Anyway. They had to go to a Home Depot and escort a whole bunch of people out of a store for bad behaviour. They were having an exorcism in there, which was <laughs> held for the trees, which had been turned into lumber. They said uh, they were escorted out of the building. There was no indication that the incident had anything to do with the price of lumber, though. Making a murderer. That's the thing that's, I'm thinking of. Is that, thing. is that where it was? 
It does sound a little it's bit It's one familiar. of them. It's one of those murder shows. It's something to do with Lackawanna County. I'm sure of it. Someone, yeah. someone uh, let, let us know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, okay, what else have I got? Um, right. Uh, Black Caps are world champions of test cricket. Yeah, what's the deal there? It's the first... I can't... I couldn't... I, so I think it's the first time we've ever won it. No, yeah. I don't follow cricket. No. But it's the... They changed the way the... It's like a... One day game. It wasn't. No, no. It was six day game. It was six. Day. No, so this was a full test. This is a full test. But the, 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 the little thing that I heard said it. They changed it. There's something they did different. It wasn't how they normally do it. But I didn't know what they were talking about. I don't follow it. I did watch the news on this, <clears throat> and I do know that because it got changed from um, Lords to Southampton. Yeah. Um, the weather was really bad, and so it cut the days short. But oh, that's may- normal. Maybe that was sort it. Of, well, you know what? Abnormal, normal. Yeah. Um, and uh, but yeah, no. Uh, apparently, the all black, uh, black caps, I should say. Um, yeah, played really, really well and won. So congratulations, guys. That's um, right. Yeah, well, we can wait another forty years and win again. Excellent. Great. That's what we like to do. Yeah, uh, but yeah, no. Well, it, it is interesting because they're saying at two thousand twelve. We were the eighth best cricketing nation out of nine cricketing nations. Nice. <laughs> nice is Ranking what we like. number eight out of nine. Um, and so now we're number one. <laughs> and we were already uh, ranked high on the one-day international, Yeah, I Yeah, think. I think one-day yeah. we've always been yeah, pretty yeah. good. Keeping it in the UK, yep. uh, they want to have a big investigation into Amazon and dirty old Jeff Bezos. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Why? What's he done? So this, uh, they've got a whole bunch of warehouses around the world. How many warehouses do you think they've got? I didn't, didn't realise how many there is. I, who the hell did that podcast? I, I listened to a podcast and all this guy does is buy um, warehousing buildings near airports for Amazon. Oh, wow. And rents them to Amazon and he's made himself... Nice. Like a billionaire nice. just doing that, finding places where they should have um, these these delivery hubs. Yeah. So and, they, they, yeah. they have 175 centres spanning more than 150 million square feet of space, right? Holy crap. So this one's based around Scotland, and this guy went in and got some undercover footage from it. They did an investigation. He reckons that they're getting rid of 130,000 items a week. They put them in a truck that's labelled destroy... These trucks take them away. They take them to landfills or recycling centres, and they're destroying product. And like this is like books that have never been read, brand new iPads, brand new PlayStations are just getting destroyed. Is what they reckon. They've come back and said, "No, no, no, it's not that much. We we do get rid of some stuff and all this." And the reason is is because of the fulfilled by Amazon. So the people have the product sitting in a warehouse that Amazon runs but they don't sell it, they charge more fees, and then eventually they may not be able to pay Amazon just for the storage fees. So Amazon just goes, we'll get rid of it. And they want a big investigation. So old um, What's-His-Face has said he's going to come and have a look into it, I think, old um, Boris. All right. Um, Yeah, but imagine, like, new iPhones, new PlayStations, just get rid of it. Yeah, I sort of get it. I get it in one way, but... Yeah, Because they can't be... They're so big, they're just like... It's just so easy. It's much easier if we just get rid of it. Like, yeah. That's the it's easiest not, way. It, it, we didn't spend the money on this stuff. That's right. So it's not a net loss to them. No. And so it's just it's just cheaper just to juck it. 
But yeah, you're right. It would be much better if they gave it to a third world country or something, because they could afford the shipping on that. Throw them all into containers and just send a few containers off every couple of months or something to yeah. Sierra and what about or whatever? Talking about everyone's favourite uh, product, uh, Overlord. Have you seen the petition for Jeff Bezos? No. <clears throat> Tens of thousands signed a, a petition to stop him from returning to Earth. After he gets to space. And his penis rocket. Have you seen that? <laughs> no. Sounds great, though. Where do I sign? Have you seen? Yeah. Where do I sign? Oh, you just go to petition.org, I think it is. And you can do that. There's, there's a couple running, but the front runner is do not allow Jeff Bezos to return to Earth. They've got, oh, actually, let me click on it. Oh, here we go. Here we go. So when I read it, it said 30,000 people. I've just clicked on it. It's now at 121,000. Oh, it's counting as I look at it. Under, over 121,000 people have signed it. I don't think uh, the signing a petition legally binds them from not coming back. But they were showing the... But r- having said that, if anyone's going to create cloud base and never set foot back on Earth, it's going to be Jeff Bezos. Yeah. <laughs> but they were showing footage of his rocket doing a test launch, and they were showing it on the Australian Breakfast News, and they could not stop laughing. They were like, a normal rocket looks quite phallic, but this one is next level. Um <laughs> I know. It does, though. It's no, just he, crazy. It is. It's crazy because he's just like, I am swinging the biggest one. Um, <laughs> no, it looks stupid. Look at it. Uh, um, did you see Spider-Man got an audience <coughs> with the Pope? Which Spider-Man? The Who? Explain Some kind more. of Spider-Man costume. Oh, I, I was just curious about this because uh, you'll see there was, there'll be photos in the world press and stuff like that. But basically it's an Italian dude and he got asked to go along because all he does is... Is um, he the guy that climbs buildings? No, he oh. entertains children um, who are dying of cancer I mean, and that's, stuff like okay. that. But okay. you wouldn't turn up as Spider-Man, but yeah, he did. He turned up as Spider-Man to see the Pope and gave the Pope a Spider-Man mask. Wow, he's, you know, sticking with his thing. I guess. But yeah, I thought it was amusing. There was a, yeah. Oh, why don't I link to it? Hang on, let me find it. There's a story. I think I just put headers in here without any links to anything. Uh, there was a story on Radio New Zealand. I think it was. Yeah, uh, they called the Yogurt Mafia, and these okay. two these two guys are mates. There's a link in there. Oh, I don't know. Anyway, I'm on it now. These two guys were like low level involved in a drug ring. One was sort of selling a little bit of meth, and the other one was sort of making a little bit of meth. They sort of, um, yeah. okay, but meth? they, yeah, but they, okay. but they were like, you know, weren't high ups or anything. But they sort of, this one guy, he sounds like he's Gareth that we know. He sort of just like goes, oh, there's this thing. I'll learn how to do it, right? So that's all good. So they're in prison uh, down near uh, middle of Talpo somewhere. And they're watching TV, and the River Cottage is on, which is that um, Hugh Fernley Whittingstall. I, I vaguely yeah, know yeah. yeah, And he's making stuff. But in it, he's like, oh, I'm going to make some yogurt. And this guy in prison's like, I'm going to make yogurt. So he works out how to do it. So they're, like, making it in prison. They get the um, stuff, add it all together, warm it up on a radiator, and the next morning they've got this yogurt, and everybody's, like, jealous as. They're like, What? So they basically, <laughs> yeah. So they basically start teaching all these prisoners how to make yogurt, and then some of them are smuggling the yogurt um, starter thing to other prisons, and it's uh, a commodity now in prison in New Zealand. And um, they so, done, to get the yogurt culture. Yeah, that's it. They're, they're nicknamed the Yogurt Mafia, and 
yeah, they, they're out, these guys now, which is cool. And they're just like, we're never going back. And the guy that started the yogurt trend, he's right into um, carving, uh, Jade Greenstone. And uh, the other guy does something else. But it's a real long story, but real interesting. And, so, uh, so they're not actually, like, marketing yogurt mafia? No, that's what I was waiting for. Like, yeah, the story yeah, sounded yeah. like, we got out of prison, now we've got a yogurt company? No. So, But the guys just sort of let them do it, and they were like, yeah, okay, you're cooking meth, but now you're making yogurt. You just can't get away from it. <laughs> well, I think yogurt's probably better for you. <laughs> All right. Have I got anything else? <coughs> Did I have anything else here? Oh, Wellington's at level two. Yes. So I might be missing out on a couple of people coming up from Kokiri because they might not be able to travel. Well, oh, to yeah. What is the deal there? Can they? Um, oh, no, I can't remember. Uh, if they travel, they cannot. They have to still abide under level two restrictions. So oh, if they yeah. come up, they can't be in a meeting of more than 100 oh, people that's... and they can't be... Yeah, they have to do all the, the level two restrictions wherever they are. Yeah. Um, so I don't know. I think I think probably the guys that are coming out from Wellington oh. will still be able to come up. But yeah, but it just reminded me, I've got to start using that app again. Yeah, I see. Yeah, yeah. Because I sort of keep going on and off it. Like, I'll be good for like three or four days. Yeah. And then I probably don't go anywhere for a couple of days. And then yeah. when I do, I, f- I forget all about it again. Yeah. So... I don't know. I don't. I think we may have talked about this in the past, but the Tasmanian Devil, uh, they were having a contagious cancer that was almost going to make them extinct. Right? Yeah, I think vaguely you might have mentioned that. So ages ago, the conservationists are like, "Sweet, let's herd up twenty-eight healthy Tasmanian devils. Sweet, let's uh, introduce them onto an island in 2012, 2013. It's called Maria Island. They've never been there before." And it'll be really good because um, they won't get the facial tumour disease that has spread on the mainland. Real good. Uh, they've got more than 100 Tasmanian devils on this island. It's all doing well. But there's also a population of little penguins that live on this island, right? There used to be... There three- was. <laughs> there was, yeah. There, there was 3,000 of them. Now there's none. Uh, they eliminated those. Uh, it came up in a talk early on about this saying, hey... Uh, do you think this will be a problem? And they're like, nah, should be all right. Uh, they'll take out some of them, but nah, they'll be fine. They went there 18 months ago and they can't find one penguin. But the Tasmanian devils are good. Um, oh, good. So, God. That's good. Oh, good, send, good, good. Send Gareth um, <laughs> from the dollar that one because you know how much he loves those penguin those stories. Those penguin stories, yeah. <laughs> so. Another dollop reference. If you haven't uh, listened to that, the penguin one is um, epic. Epic. That's right. Uh, that's about it for this week. So Yeah, what else is re- new? Anything else coming <coughs> up? Anything? The sickness. Slowly yeah, taking me over yeah. and I'm always asking, could it be sepsis? That's the title <laughs> of this episode. Could it be sepsis? Could it be sepsis? <laughs> Very good. All right. Well, until um, till next time. I'm Sam. I'm Chris. See ya. Bye. Hope you enjoyed the show. Make sure to subscribe and catch you next week. Don't forget to tell your friend.